Hello, and thank you so much for being here today. I have another amazing guest for you today. And so Joni Grant is, um, she's an author. So you're going to get to hear all about her book called Train to Age, which I thought was appropriate for, <laughs> at least for me. And then, but also like so much more about not just like aging can sound like such a bummer of a subject, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, aging can be like nothing more than a really good way to have a lot of fun in my world. So thank you for being here and let's tune into Joni. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Joni, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we dive into the interview today, can you tell everybody just a little bit about you? Like, what do you want okay. us to know? Um, I recently turned 66. I started working out at 58. I have no history with my family of fitness. My mom had her first heart attack at 50. My dad had his first stroke at 30. So as I aged, it never crossed my mind that I could do something about how I was aging. Wow. Okay. So at 58, I was 250 pounds. I was um, having trouble doing things around the house, like carrying the heavy cat, cat litter. You know, they've got the lighter stuff. Right. Um, working in the yard. And I took a CrossFit class and I hated CrossFit. But I fell in love with the barbell. I was like, I have to learn to do this. And everybody said, you're too old. You're too fat. I talked to trainers. You need to be on the treadmill. I finally found a bodybuilder that said, I'm, I'll train you. But you're going to have to do the machines and then the weighted machines. And then I'll teach you how to use a barbell. And I said, fine, just teach me. I, have, I, I don't know why. Nothing in my life said, oh, you should go deadlift. But I found something I loved. So I started in February of 2015. And in August of 2015, I did um, I, I did the deadlift at, this, at a powerlifting meet at the Illinois State Fair. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. And I was just horrified. But it was also a lovely experience. You know, I didn't die. I got a trophy. And Whoa. more importantly... All kinds of people came to talk to me about aging. I didn't think I was doing anything special, but obviously somebody else did. So I have since competed and I've got some records and, um, but I've moved away from powerlifting. Okay. And I've moved into kettlebells and kettlebell training. And what I saw was I felt like I knew stuff that other people didn't. Right. And I knew that the doctors weren't telling them and right. their family wasn't telling them. And I just felt like I needed to tell them. So I started sharing books, which always came back to me. And they said, no, I don't want to read this. It's too long. So I wrote a little book. Okay. And that's how we got here. 
<laughs> you know, it's so true because when, well, I'd like, I, I could dissect everything you just said, because first when you, when you started, okay. So you start, you start with your fitness at 58, you've already got this family history and in this family history, it's basically a sentence, right? Like, yep. this is what's going to happen to you. And all of a sudden, you had this epiphany where you're like, it doesn't have to happen to me. And it's so true, right? Like, we can change so much. And and we're not. And you and I, when we were talking before, um, before we started recording, you said something that I thought was like right up there with brilliant. You said that doctors say all you have to do is walk. And, and that is baloney. We both know that. So yep. let's dive off of there because I know this has got to be in your train to age book. So tell me about what's after or before or including walking. What else are you talking to people about? So I say, uh, what I say, so I built the book around what I saw I was losing. So okay. there's five dimensions. Okay. You're losing strength. Right. You're losing muscle mass. Yep. You're also losing power because you're losing the kind of muscle that lets you move quickly. Mm, so okay. the little old man that can cross the street, but he still can't get across fast enough, that right. simply you've lost the type 2 fiber that lets you move quickly. Is that you're what they call fast twitch fiber? Yeah, fast twitch. Okay. You're losing the fast okay. twitch, you're type 2. You lose that more than the other fiber. Oh, really? So that's why... That. You see people stand up, but they do it slowly. It's like, is she ever going to get out of that chair? <laughs> so there's two pieces to that, strength and power. Um, and I had lost both. Okay. Um, the first time my my trainer said, explode off the floor, I almost died laughing. I was like, my exploding. <laughs> but he was right. Ex you know, Define I, that for me. What does to explode off the floor mean? <laughs> well, it's coming up a whole lot faster than I was coming up. Um, but, and stability, I can't fix balance, right? I don't know why your balance is bad. It could be medication related, but you know what? If you've got tree trunks for legs and you're strong and your glutes are strong and your core is strong, then when you lose your balance, you have the ability to catch yourself. You know, so it's I work a lot on yeah. leg strength and power. If you can throw that leg out in front of you. Uh -huh. You can stop a fall. Right. And I have, I, I preach that in my classes and I love it when somebody comes and says, guess what happened? Guess what happened? I tripped on the curb, but you know what? I did. The, I, we have this thing called a 12 o'clock drill where you okay. have 12 o'clock. I did the 12 o'clock and I didn't fall. And I just like makes my heart sing. And then you're yeah. losing mobility. It's okay. use it or lose it. Right. And you're losing endurance. Okay. So um, what I say is, if you're losing all those, then maybe you should train them all. Okay. Absolutely. Which is why walking, just walking isn't enough. Just doing strength training isn't enough. Um, you've got to find a way to do a program that covers everything. It's true. It's and true. the only way you're going to do that is if you find things you love. Oh, now everybody's going to think that I paid you to say that. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. always saying, if it's not fun, it's not sustainable. It's right, just, absolutely. You know, it's so true. And yeah, you have to find what you like to do. Well, congratulations. So you might, you might like, you might say resistance training. Oh my 
I can't do that. Right. I hate weights. Yeah. But how about kettlebells? Kettlebells are awesome. TRX is awesome. Body weight's awesome. Um, I mean, you have so many options. And you know what? If you don't like it, walk away from it and find something you do. Because this is your life you're talking about. It is. It's our life. And it's, you know, it's, it's our time. And it's our time to make our life even better. So yes. all of those things that you're training for will make our life better. Absolutely. Yeah. And I say train train for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I have trained people so that they can walk across Menards with their son and, and get things for their house without having to sit down up front. I have trained people to walk Machu Picchu. I have trained people to um, easily get out of a chair because they thought that was gone. Yeah, it's such a little thing, but it's such a huge win. I I had a client, okay, I'm going to interrupt you on this one because she was, hmm, let's call her 60, but she's slender. She's relatively athletic. Like she's all the things. And I said, why are we talking? And she said, because my husband and I both have to use our hands to get up off the couch. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Where did that happen? Stop with that stuff. <laughs> you need to talk to Joni. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and people, they start to get weaker. So they start to rock. And then they put their hands on their legs and they push. And so they're reinforcing. I'm not going to use my legs. I lose more muscle and eventually you can't get up. Right. Eventually you're getting those chairs that hoist you up. And you know what? Yes. Like maybe we're not, maybe right now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I am nowhere there. What are these two 60 year old women talking about? The truth is, is that it's for your parents. It's for you. It's for your kids later. It's, it's all of these things matter so much now and they are recoverable. Like they are hundred percent recoverable. Yes, it's so interesting because um, I the fact that you started at fifty eight, just I love, I love, and and you know you were talking about training. I do a program called Training for Trails, and and it is teaching training people to go from either zero or or really good to be able to do like a long hike or a long cycle or a long multi uh, sport trip, and the thing is, is that people think that that's impossible. In fact, I've had people, I've had people come with me and their kids have called me and said, I don't think my mother should do this. (laughs) And I'm like, excuse me, your mom raised you, didn't they? So, um, but it's interesting because it all comes back, doesn't it? Right. Um, I have clients that go to Arizona in the winter and they, they work out when they're here and they hike all winter. Yep. Um, I have a client that just did five days, a 30 mile bike ride every day. And she's will be 69. Good for her. Um, So, yeah, if you just have to find what you love and then you have to do it and it will come because deadlifting was not on my menu. And it's my favorite thing on the planet. I just that interesting. It's so random, right? Like, right. Who knew? Who knew? And then all of a sudden, there you are. So, okay, I have a question though. So, kettlebells. Mm-hmm. I need to be. I need to be educated. Like, I have a kettlebell. I use it for a couple of things. I'm not in love with it. So, you're loving kettlebells now. Tell us about that. 
Okay, so a kettlebell, um, it's not fun until you learn your basic moves. Okay. Um, and Kettlebell Kings and Living Fit have great beginner programs. But, okay. But once you can, so a swing, 400 calories, I think, in 30 minutes. Okay. Um, you can, it, it is, it is strength training. It is power training and it's core and it's a standing plank. When I swing a 30 pound kettlebell and I have it in front of me, you better believe I'm braced. Interesting. Um, I never thought about it as a power move. That's awesome. Okay. It's, it's everything in one. Okay. So if I can't do anything else, I can do 20 minutes of kettlebells and have a full workout and be done. Really? And you teach this? I teach. Well, we have a kettlebell club. Okay. Um, if you if you look on my Facebook page, you may see the club just finished an endurance. Um, every month we do something different. Okay. So this month I, I had two eighty one year olds, a sixty three year old, a sixty nine year old, and I think my young people weren't there for the picture. But what okay. we did is we tested something. For six minutes. So some people did swings. Some people did cleans to a squat. Some people did two-handed swings. Some people did presses. I didn't care. Um, When you got tired, obviously you can't maintain that for six minutes. You stop and you breathe. And when you're ready, you go again. Okay. Everybody in the group increased what they were doing by at least 20%. Wow. And in how long? Four weeks. Four weeks. Wow, that's impressive. And the 81-year-olds did the best. So if you look at that board, when you find the picture, it's on my Facebook page, I'm pretty sure. Um, I know it's on the Train to Age Facebook page. Okay. Look at the board, you'll see where they started and where they ended. Okay, so we're going to link to this in the show notes because I find this super amazing. Okay, and I will find Kettlebells are awesome. They are fast. If you don't like long workouts, in and out, 20, 30 minutes, full body. Okay. Um, a lot of the moves are like a swing, a squat, a press, done. Okay. Um, and you control the difficulty with speed and weight. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think you I think you have opened my eyes because I have to tell you, that kettlebell is the thing that is in my weight set that gets the use Wait, the least use is what I'm trying to say. I think they're awesome. I think they're absolutely awesome. Very cool. Okay. So you have a a word or a phrase that you've created, which is compliment aging? Compliant aging. Thank you. At least somebody can read what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) So, So that's my word. I made it up. Because I had so many people say to me, I'm retired. If I want to sit on the couch for the next 20 years, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm like, fine, but here's what it's going to cost you. Right. You know, you're going to lose muscle. You're going to lose bone density. I don't care whether you're male or female. Right. And you're going to become less stable, either for medical reasons um, or just because you're weak. Or medicine. Or medicine, yeah, taking or medicine. medicine at this point, right? Um, yeah. I call that the evil triad. Okay. So now you're enjoying your couch. You walk out front. You slip on ice. You break it a hip. 25% chance you're going to be dead in the next 12 months. 
Yep. There's a really good chance you'll never be back to where you were. Yep. So, and all of it, you know, great, you're on your couch, but that's what you're giving up. That's what you're risking is that evil triad. Because it's not going to care that you're retired. It's going to say, you're going to lose muscle. You're going to lose bone. You're going to become less stable. You're going to be less mobile. So if you don't get your arms up over your head in 10 years, your arms will not go over your head. That's so true. And it's, it? it sounds it sounds horrible, but it's it's I feel like it's what people aren't saying. They aren't because like, I mean, we, we mentioned this or I mentioned this before we started talking on the podcast itself was that I tell people they're going to live a long life. Medical science is going to keep us alive, but it's up to us to decide if it's going to be a vibrant, exciting, fun life, or if it's going to be a life of, you know, not so much fun. So you are driven by like fun and passion and getting people to find what's really enjoyable. Right. And right. and is that because you learned early on in your in this fitness journey that once you found something that you really liked, it was so much easier to make everything work? Yes. Um I like once a month, see, I don't deadlift heavy anymore because I'm 66 and I have arthritis and you know, oh well. But once a month I pick up 225. Okay. So that I know I can still pick up 225 and I get my deadlift fix. You know, it takes me about an hour and a half and I run through the weights and I just feel strong and cool. And then the next day, my joint says, did you bring ice? And I, said, <laughs> I did. Um, and the rest of the month, I generally use free weights, cables and kettlebells. OK, um, I okay. love kettlebells They're For me, they're like the barbell. I don't know why, but I do know that even when I don't want to go to the gym, I write my workouts a week ahead and I see a kettlebell workout and I'm like, oh, I got to go to the gym. Oh, that's new. I get to do that. So um, I I really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So you have to, I'm not one to go in and just beat myself up. I like to, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I want to be an example to people. Um, But if it's not fun, it's not happening. Right. It's not fun. It's not sustainable. Right. I get it. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's the fact that there's so many of us who are um, kind of pig headed and serious in life or if it's just that's just the way it is. Like, I mean, I think in the past I used to be able to to do things longer that weren't as enjoyable for me. Right. But I've kind of gotten to this point where eh, that's just not worth it. So I, I do say you have to love what you're doing. And you have to love the results. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of seniors in my group classes and these are hard group classes. Um, and um, they'll say, well, I don't like coming to class, but I like talking to Fred and I'm going on a cruise at the end of the month. So I'll come to class, you know, so it's like a, so it's the results. It's yeah. the results. Yeah. And social. Um, so the group classes, a lot of that's just social. Right. I want to come talk to somebody. Oh, that's so, it's so important too, right? Like that's, but, but you know what though, you said something, which is um, in your group, your, um, sorry, it was the uh, kettle challenge. That, kettlebell challenge, and, yeah. Yes. The kettlebell challenge. 
they had 20% at least increase in four weeks. So when you have that kind of an increase in that short a period of time, it's easy to see the results and love them, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we do a challenge every month so that at the end of the month, they either know how to do something new or they've, you know, it's maybe an endurance challenge. It may be a timed um, snatch or swing or press challenge, but we do something every month so that they can see where they're going. Wow. So do you otherwise do you online? Come back. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Do you do this online also, or is it all in person? It's all in person at my gym. Okay. Um, I am developing the business plan for my website. Okay. Okay. Um, so in the meantime, I, people can get this information through your book. They can get it through the book. And if you if you think kettlebells might be interesting, go to livingfit, living.fit. They have free classes. They have other classes. And it's where um, I got my certificate as a trainer. Um, and kettlebells are one of those things in the beginning you're like, ah. But then um, it starts to catch on and you know you can be in and out in 20 minutes and now you're happy. So Right. Yeah. Okay. And I will definitely link to living.fit in the show notes because I think people should, should know all of this information, right? Like there's just so much out there that we need to, we need to know about and we need to know about it quickly in compressed ways. Yes. So that it's not like, well, we were talking before we started and I, and I mentioned that I'm reading this book and it's 600 pages. Like it's, I am devoted to reading this book, but it is also taking away time from some of the other things that I normally do in mm -hmm. the morning because, you know, to knock this book out, I'm going to have to read an hour every morning. So yes, I'm committed to it, but at the same time, yes, but that, but is it's got to be, we've got to have the time to do things that we want to do. Yes. So, so, okay. A couple of things, because I know you're, I know you're very busy, but I don't want to keep you all day, but I do want to just ask a couple of other things. If someone was going to get started wherever they are right now, let's say today, and they haven't been doing so much of the weight, maybe some body weight, Okay, maybe mm -hmm. some body weight exercises, but it's more along the lines of cycling or hiking or walking have been the majority. What would you say are the first two or three things that they should do? Um, I, this, a lot of people don't like this. If you can afford a trainer, I say find the trainer. Yep, good idea. Learn how to do resistance training and cardio properly. I don't care whether you join a gym or you have them come to the house. Um, and a lot of people are like, I can't, I don't know what to say to a trainer. You need to remember when you interview a trainer, they work for you. That's a good point. They should ask you what your goals are and where you want to be in six months. And that should be their focus. If they say, I'm a great trainer and I use this program for everybody, you should say, son, love you. I'm going elsewhere. See you later. Yeah, <laughs> if you have permission to find a trainer you like, or they have resistance training classes at senior centers, they have them at park districts, they have them at churches, look around. I just spoke to the Chicago Irish senior community. One of the ladies went and got a list of things available for these people, and they're all going, oh, there's nothing here. And she brought back a list of five options. 
like three of which were free. Silver sneakers. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a fan. You don't even have to join Silver Sneakers. You have access to all kinds of training. You have access to mobility work. You have access to like a thousand steps in an hour. You have all kinds of cool stuff, absolutely free. But I throw one in there too. Yes. Um, you just reminded me of something that I, I had contacted um, and talked to these people a long time ago. It was Silver Parkour. So parkour oh, cool. used to also be called free running. So it's, if you don't know what parkour is, it's like jumping up on, um, you know, explosive jump onto a bench or mm, jumping over things or whatever. Right. And it's, it's amazing to watch. It's also, there are very few things that I would say that I don't think I could do. I am probably at a point in my life when I would be less inclined to go out there and walk along the edge of, you know, a railing that's got a 30 foot drop, but that's parkour. But silver parkour was completely different where they're just teaching people how to do strange moves. We were on a hike the other day and one of the girls was being silly and she ran up to the bench and she kind of did this like cartwheel over the side of the bench. She's uh-huh. like, parkour and i'm like very cool so yeah that's another one and and you don't have to be like we're talking about like silver as if you know you're retired you don't have to be retired for this stuff um silver parkour people and silver sneakers it's you know 50s 60s and up sometimes younger people too i mean it just depends on where you're starting really and if you're just getting started you got to start where you are you have the back of the book the last chapters are like, here's, okay, so you don't want to use a trainer. How about this? You don't want to do this. How about this? Ooh, you know, nice. so I, I don't do any training in the book. I I just talk about options, keeping track of your workouts. How do you know you did better if you don't keep a log? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and setting goals. Where do you, you know, I can get a new client and I can say in four weeks, you'll be standing up with ease, holding weight. I have a lady right now. I've had her about six weeks. She came to me. Her balance is bad, and she had staples in her head from a fall. She's now standing up with a 15-pound weight in each hand. She is dancing at weddings. It wasn't complicated. It was just a little bit of training and self-confidence. It's so so true. And confidence, right? And you know, you you mentioned that like each month you guys do a, um, a challenge. And within my group, we do something called experiments. And one of them is the balance experiment. And what happens is that people start out with um, like testing their balance so they can see Mm -hmm. if it's better at the end, right? And people get tired generally. Generally, they'll get more tired before they lose their balance. And they'll be like, well, I could have stood there for you know 10 minutes, but my legs were tired. And the truth is, is that when you build those legs then you don't get tired and your balance gets better too. Right. Yes. Oh man. Well, I could keep you here all day, but I will not do that to you. Let me, um, so train to age at all places where books are found. Yes. Yes. And also, especially like bookshop.org, which is for the small booksellers. Yes. And yeah, I've been buying a lot more books there lately. Uh, so the other thing is, is that let me just ask you before we wind this up, is there anything that you, that I didn't ask you or that you want to share that we should just like throw in here and toss around like a kettlebell? 
Um, no, I think I think you you got it. Um, I I think people need to be brave, and mm. they need to be kind. I do a savage race every year. Can I swing from rings? No, but I can walk the six and a half miles, and I can carry a log on my shoulder, and I can you know row a concrete block. And um, I can do like eight of the 50 obstacles and I can laugh with my friends the whole time. Um, so I'm doing Camp Nerd Fitness in May. It's mostly young people, but I'm taking parkour and I'm taking obstacle course and they will see me and be horrified. Probably it's like, oh, my God, here she is again. And I can't do it all, <laughs> but I have so much fun learning and trying. So don't be old. Let that be somebody else's problem. Right. And if it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. Old Do is just in your head. Yeah. If you walk the six and a half miles in a hundred degree heat, it's a win whether you ever touch an obstacle. Right. You know, so that's the thing I try to get people to do is just be brave. Don't say I can't. You probably can. Just make it modify it. Right. So that would be my closing that would be brilliant, brilliant. And you're so right. I love that. Like when you're brave, um, everything else follows. Yes. You know, actually, confidence follows bravery. Bravery doesn't come because you're just confident about everything. When you're brave, right. and your confidence comes. Yeah. It's easy to be brave when you're confident. It's a lot harder to be brave when you're scared to death. That's, boy, that is so true. <laughs> I went to camp. This is my third trip to Camp Nerd Fitness. Um, and the first camp, I learned the phrase 20 seconds of courage from Steve Cam. He started this, this company. And that is the thing I've used more than anything else. I will look at something and say, I can't. And I'm like, okay, can I take 20 seconds to walk over and do this? And it always, it's always fine. You know, that's, it's always fine. That's, you, you just have to get over there and give it a shot. Um, if you're, if you're 66 years old and you can't climb a wall, someone will get you over that wall. You know, you just have to try. Be brave. Even if that courage is simply walking into a group class. Now I'm done. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And it's so true. Like courage comes in so many different pieces. And I guess, I guess just adding to what you said, for everybody listening, if there's something out there that that you're uncomfortable trying, maybe just pick one thing and and give it a go. Like just give it a go and not care what you look like, not care what people think, not care whether or not you can do it, not give a flying flip about anything, but just giving it a try. And who knows? Yep. You might yep. you might end Absolutely. up being a barbell lifter, right? <laughs> yeah, you never know until you try. Follow your heart. Don't shut yeah. it. Very true. So thank you so much for being here today, Joni. You were so much, such a pleasure. And I really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, 
and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.